looking forward to this. It's not that it is good news, but it is something that I've been watching for a heck of a long time. And actually, this story probably started at least 20 years ago when we started to ask our our children, our kids, our young people, are they as active as they were before? And the answer was always no. We had this thing called a computer. We had these helicopter parents taking their kids to and fro. It didn't happen when when I was young. And, uh, you know, there's a great chorus who can remember these things who may be yelling in their homes and their cars right now and said, same here. Although it seemed to get more and more complicated. And now have we just accepted it? Well, this story really, really seemed to jump out at me that when we take a report card of healthy youngsters now, it is getting in the D's. Joining us is Dr. Mark Tremblay, Chief Scientific Officer, Participation Report Card, and Senior Scientist with the Healthy Active Living and Obesity Research Group. Welcome, Dr. Tremblay. Thank you for being here. It's great to be here. Not great news, though, is it? I mean, we've been worried about this. People have been wringing their hands and predicting this was going to happen. And now we have Canadian kids in the latest report card getting a D for their physical activity. When's, let me ask you, first of all, before we talk about what it is now, when's the last time we got a passing grade? Oh, there really hasn't been any passing grades since we started doing this in 2005, at least not for the overall physical activity. Um, of course, in this particular report card, and we do these every two years now, um, all of the data that are, are used to report in this report card were collected during the pandemic. So it's certainly a unique moment in time for us to be examining how something like a pandemic has impacted uh, the lives of our kids. All right, so a D, and what did the pandemic do? We know that it was a challenge. It was a challenge for a lot of people to get out and go to the gym and they had to find other ways. And there was a lot of discussion about how this was impacting kids. They weren't playing with their friends. What do you see in this report card that says pandemic to you? Yeah, well, so we've titled the theme of the report card Lost and Found, you know, so uh, as you said in your preamble, you know, we, we've lost um, because of public health restrictions uh, while well, kids lost school. And so with that, they lost recess and, and physical education. They lost their organized sport programs. They lost their recreation programs. Um, and so those structured opportunities for kids to be physically active disappeared basically overnight. Um, So that's what was lost. But what people did find, at least over time, is a reconnection to some of the more more fundamental aspects uh, or opportunities for physical activity, probably more reflective of what you experienced as a child or I experienced as a child, where it was it was incidental. It was outdoor play. It was it was whatever you could imagine. And um, so we did find while the overall physical activity grade went down compared to pre-pandemic and the screen time grade went down, the active play and active transportation grades went up. So there was some sort of adaptation that happened uh, among at least some Canadian families. 
you know, that's not surprising. There was not a lot to be happy about during the pandemic, but I'd walk around my neighborhood. I'd look in, you know, be trudging around the ravines of Toronto and I would see kids out there with their families. And I, I remember one day there was all these kids from a school and the teacher was yelling, you can only use a sticks and I need you to make me an animal out of sticks. And it was a, a crisp fall day. And I thought, you know, there's a lot of sad things that are happening here. This is a good one. But these things, I guess, are going away as the pandemic goes away. So did we learn anything, do you think? Yeah, so that's, that's the big question, you know. So schools are back in, phys ed and recess is back, sport programs are back, recreation programming is back. And so, you know, the, the glasses have full part of me is hoping that we preserve the increase in incidental outdoor play, um, maybe a little bit more active transportation using your, your skateboard or rollerblades or bike or, or legs to get to and from the library, your friend's house, your, your relative's house, whatever. Um, and, and if we can preserve that sort of what was found uh, during the pandemic, this, these other opportunities for physical activity when we bring back the or as we bring back the structured stuff then that that, that would be a, a miraculous solution to the childhood inactivity problem to, to sort of recondition recalibrate uh, families and kids to the fact that physical activity needs to occur throughout the day in all aspects of life not just in structured things and you know let's create a new normal where it really is a little bit like the old normal that perhaps uh, the listeners uh, that are at least of my vintage would uh, would remember. What is the threshold? Is it 60 minutes of moderate or vigorous activity a day? Yes, it's 60 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity per day, but also at least two hours of, of light activity, of active mm-hmm. play. And that's the part that I think in our structured world has disappeared um, for at least many people, you know, so we, we may mm-hmm. go to hockey practice or dance class or, or swimming lessons. Um, but whereas in the past you would spend your evenings out in the forest, in the park, yeah. hor- horsing around with friends, increasingly younger people today are spending them on screens and almost always sedentary while they're doing that. Absolutely. And then you just said the magic word and there was a concern right from the beginning of computers and when kids were getting involved that it was going to do this and it's happened. Here we are, Mm -hmm. you know, you've been studying this and looking at it for a long time. What works if we're talking about these little changes in the pandemic and you were talking about travel. I mean, I, I remember, I mean, even walking to and from high school was a lot of activity. It was almost half an hour, 25 minutes each way. And I was happy to do it and then go back at night if I had a gymnastics practice or something. All of that matters to kids. It also matters to adults too, doesn't it? For sure, for sure. And it, it, has, it has slowly crept away. You know, I wouldn't have even asked my parents for drives back in, no. uh, you know, my childhood it, it, because I would have gotten in trouble for it. And, and now um, children wouldn't even ask to walk to school because they'd get in trouble for that, you know, because the, the, the stranger danger fears and, and the boogeyman and, and, 
oh, the sun, the mosquitoes, the wind, the cold, the heat, you know, any, any one of a number of reasons that we, we justify our increasingly inactive lifestyle. And we're seeing the price paid again, you know, it's happening with adults and not being active, even standing up. We're being told to stand up. Nobody ever had to tell us to stand up. People were doing housework and yard work and all that stuff. I don't know. (laughs) Did they they hire people now? I don't know. As we kind of go through this, though, we are seeing what appears to be a habit is this a habit now, an ingrained habit? And, you know, if Martians were looking at us right now, would they say children just don't want to do this anymore? Well, for sure. I, you know, because they've never, they've never experienced, you know, the, uh, the childhood that we did, you know, the uh, mm. walking uphill against the wind, barefoot yeah. in the cold, going to school, you know, um, you know, and, and, and while that's a bit of a joke, you know, yeah. some of it did happen. I mean, we were certainly out a lot more. There was a lot more incidental activity. There were chores, physical chores to be done. Um, there, there was more unstructured stuff that happened. We had more freedom, more affordances to, to go out and wander and, and, and come back later on. And we've taken those away from our kids. You know, in, you know ironically, in, in the spirit of trying to protect them, we've, we've induced this harm. And it's been long enough that for a full generation of kids, they've never experienced anything else. And then when you superimpose on that, the pandemic, and the pandemic, you know, I remember doing interviews early on and, and, mm-hmm. and, and people would ask, you know, is this cause for concern? And, you know, two weeks, four weeks, six weeks in, it's, you know, you know, it's a little blip in time. But now it's two and a half years. You know, it, it has completely changed our habits. We're quite content and comfortable uh, and, and readapted to this new lifestyle that includes less activity and more screen time. And so that then becomes a big challenge to reverse. It's true. You know, this summer I saw some kids playing in a park and then walking down the street together. And it was in a smaller town in Canada. And it struck me, I I stopped the car and my husband and I said, look, look, they're walking places. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a, it would have been a, a great Twilight Zone piece, wouldn't it? Years ago, but it's true. And, and it's a sad reflection of society, really. Um, uh, again, we're doing it with good intentions, but, but misguided. Um, and, and we really do need to recalibrate. And this goes not just for our kids, but for ourselves as well. You know, the kids are emulating our behaviors. We spend all of our time sitting in front of screens, mm-hmm. um, trying to justify it for one way or another. But even in our national surveys, children and adults report an extraordinary amount of recreational time on screens. So, you know, everyone says, oh, well, kids need to be on screens for school which is a whole other item that we could debate and we need to be on screens for work, but people tell us they're on screens for fun, which is fine in moderation. People even shop on screens. You know, I used to always say nothing like a good shop to keep you fit, (laughs) especially if you walk to the shops, but again, absolutely, totally, totally different. (laughs) Dr. Mark Tremblay, thank you for joining us. Cheers to you and stay active. 
And it's great. My to pleasure. Have, have an active day. I will do. Uh, Dr. Trombley is chief scientific officer on the Participation Report Card and senior scientist with the Healthy Active Living and Obesity Research Group, CHEO Research Institute. I'm Arlene Bonin, and this is On Point.